Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Hope you are all doing phenomenally well. This is Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO, heard on the Home Business Radio Network. I am sitting here drinking this brand new product. You know, Ocean Avenue is a company that they're a client, but they just uh, they're in pre-launch and they just sent me in there uh, beyond, way beyond, is what it's called. It tastes like a. a I guess it tastes like a berry drink. It's in you mix it in water, but it's pretty good. It's full of glutathione, and uh, I've been studying that. But today we're starting just a small weekly series here. Uh, it's not going to be long. Next week we're going to start a beautiful book uh, that I'm not going to share with you yet. It's going to be awesome. But this one is John Maxwell's. I pulled this back out because about a year ago we talked about from this book, and it's called Success 101: What Every Leader Needs to Know. And I, I pulled it out because I was over at Vitel Wireless Convention this weekend doing some speaking on fear and faith, and as I chatted with people afterwards and was talking with them, I realized something that, that John had written, and I came back home, found the book, because I wanted, to, I wanted to, to spread it out to some folks. It says, you cannot achieve what you have not defined. And I got to thinking about that, because I thought, it's that way no matter if it's a business, if it's life. Uh, a marriage, a anything in life. How, how can you say that you're unhealthy if you don't know what health is? How can you say you're fat if you don't know what not being fat looks like? Well, I mean, we know it's not being ultra skinny. So, I mean, when you look at what is success, and I'd gotten an email from some scoundrel out there that has decided that he doesn't like me for whatever reason and, and was saying, I'm going to turn you into the FBI and the SEC because you tell people you're a success. And he said, prove to me you're a success. And, and I got to thinking about that, and I thought, how the heck am I supposed to prove to somebody that I'm a success or they're a success? You know, there's no way to do that unless they and you have the same definition or a close definition. Now, some people will say success is based on money. I've known a lot of rich folks in my life, and I'm talking about from a financial standpoint. Not necessarily are they happy. Not necessarily would they even say they were successful in a lot of areas of their life. They had money. But Maxwell puts it this way. He says, the problem for most people who want to be successful is they is not that they can't be a success. The main obstacle for them is that they misunderstand success. Said Maltaby D. Babcock said, one of the most common mistakes and one of the costliest is thinking that success is due to some genius, some magic, something or, or other which we do not possess. See, I believe every individual has the ability to be a success. Today at my Men's Accountability Group, we were kind of talking about this in a in a dysfunctional type way. One of the guys that was sitting there says, man, I'm, I'm pretty mad because Fort Walton's put up signs that says, don't feed the homeless. He goes, it's kind of like, don't feed the animals at the zoo. And he talks for a bit, and, and I said, well, that's because the majority of the homeless in Fort Walton aren't trying to work, aren't trying to do. He said, what do you mean, Troy? I said, well, the homeless community in Destin, I said, they get up early every morning, they, they head down to the harbor, they head to some of the restaurants to see if there's any labor work. I said, they're actually working. I said, they've got a, kind of rules and regulations, no drugs, none, you know, no... 
pandering on the street corners, any of that stuff. I said, I think it, even the culture in the homeless community, some are more successful because they have a higher standard of living. And I, and I believe that in each area, if we look at life where we are at, not where somebody else is at, if we don't compare others, then we start to, to see what's happening. And in some cases, I guess we could we could look at the traditional the traditional model of success or picture of success. What's it look like? How do we define it? We could look at Bill Gates. Obviously, his wealth or Warren Buffett's wealth shows that they're successful in that area of their life. Or we could look at at, at somebody like Chuck Norris, who has had this phenomenal career as a martial artist and then in the movies now in politics. We could look at Marilyn Monroe, who, although her success was short-lived, was one of the most beautiful women and, and very talented at the time. You know, I mean, everywhere that we look, we find somebody. Albert Einstein, I mean, there's one that, without a doubt, he was an ugly old coot, but, man, he was smart as a whip. And I think everyone would say Michael Jordan very well could be the, the greatest basketball player in the 20th century. Donald Trump is a success. I mean, that boy's got a way of getting knocked down, getting back up, and his hair never moves. And then for some of you that were around before I was born, or right after I was born, without a doubt, Jackie Kennedy's poise and grace was a success. There's Walt Disney who has this driving passion. And look what he created. Or what about the heart of Mother Teresa? Amazing. Success to all those people, all are different things. See, I think many of us picture success as looking like one of these folks. And we look at these people and we say, well, I'll never be able to be like that, but that's, man, they're so successful. We've learned in the last couple of series that we do to stop comparing ourselves to other people. And the secret of happiness or the laws of happiness by Dr. Cloud. That was one of the big things. Is don't look at other people, look at yourself. See if we can get the right picture of success. If we can create a definition for ourselves of what success really is. How would that change your life? How would it change my life? So let's ask ourselves this morning, how can we get started on this journey? to figuring out what success is. What does it take to be a success? I think there's two things that are required. I've learned these from Maxwell over the years. The right picture of the success and the right principles for getting there. I love network marketing. I was successful in network marketing. was in the top 10% of, of income earners over the years, both, both at the top and the bottom. I mean, in network marketing, you're all over the place but have made some good five figures a month incomes, have had months where I didn't make anything, have made over a million dollars when you look at my tenure in network marketing, several million. But at the same time, you can't count that as successful. It, it's part of success. But I'm not one of these guys that has, like my friend Richard Brooks, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and my net worth is there because I saved all my money. I spent my money, blew my money, helped my daughter's health. I mean, it's it just been bankrupt twice. I mean, that's the that's the the story of it all. 
So when you look at this, you realize that, okay, the right principles, not just the picture, but the right principles. See, the, the picture of success is not the same for any two people. And it's basically because we're all unique individuals. Nobody's alike. But the process of success is really the same for everyone. It's based on principles that do not change. And that's sometimes what people miss. So I believe that success is knowing that the people around me love me and that I love them. Everything I do, everything I desire is to help build them and to help change the world a little at a time. Success is knowing your purpose in life. It's growing to reach your maximal potential and sowing seeds that will benefit others. I think we've all heard people say, success is a journey, not a destination. That's true. But are you succeeding at the journey is the question. And do you really have a destination at each step of the way? Because you have to have a destination along the way. There has to be something in your life that excites you, a purpose that you're there for. That's the important part. There's, there's, it's interesting because I personally don't believe that without truly knowing your purpose in life can you reach success. If you're just meandering through life, then maybe you're already a success. You just don't realize it. Now, you could be a failure, but you wouldn't know that either. Because you haven't defined success and you don't know what your purpose is. See, nothing can take the place of having a driving purpose, a mission in life. Henry J. Uh, Kaiser, I think is the name, or Kaiser, of Kaiser Aluminum, as well as Kaiser Permanent Health Care Systems said the evidence is overwhelming that you cannot begin to achieve your best unless you set some aim in life. First aluminum and then health care. I believe, Maxwell believes this, a lot of the guys I run with believe this. God created every person for a purpose. Viktor Frankl says everyone has his own specific vocation or mission in life. Everyone must carry out a concrete assignment that demands fulfillment. And if you're not going to, de- <coughs> excuse me, if you're not going to fulfill your purpose in life, you're never going to be successful. I'm not saying that you won't get rich. I'm not saying that there won't be something in your life that excites you. I'm just saying you won't have that driving fulfillment of success inside of you. See, our responsibility is to identify it. I believe one reason I'm married to the woman that I'm married to is that was part of the, the overall purpose in my life. It has something to do with really growing and being passionate and moving things forward. We can do some amazing things for people. And I believe that's how that operates, how that works. I want to ask you a few questions. I want you to think about these. What are you searching for? See, if we're going to try to, to, to become successful, we've got to know what we're searching for. We have a driving, passionate desire in our heart, something that speaks to our deepest thoughts and feelings, something that our 
sets our soul on fire, what is it for you? Think about that. What is it? I want another question. Why were you created? What is it that you were truly created for? Each of us are different. No one in the world's the same. Our gifts, our talents, our backgrounds, our futures, it's all it's all there. It's relevant. Sometimes it's similar, but it it's all different. What is it you were created for? Think about it for a minute. Your unique your unique unique set of abilities and talents. What is it? Here's another one you can ask yourself. Do you believe in your potential? I mean, we all act inconsistency inconsistent sometimes, but but we know what our true potential is. Are you are you going for it? Do you believe in it? Or do you believe that you were created just to be a dull, negative, disillusioned crap baby? Huge questions only you can answer. The last little question I want to ask you on, on this is when should you get started? Should you be should you be moving forward? Should you be growing? Should be you be starting? to move into a new direction. See, if you really want to be successful, if you define what success is, and you start moving in the right direction, it may come to you faster than you anticipated. See, I, I, I get a little excited about this. Harry Ford observed something. He said, there is no man living who isn't capable of doing more than he thinks he can. And I use Ford as an example because... A few years ago, President Obama decided he needed to bail out the auto industry. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. You know, obviously, they decided that's what was needed. The auto industry decided we needed the money. They blamed it on Wall Street. Not quite sure how that happens. But one company, and that's Ford, decided we aren't going to do that. We're going to suck it up, tighten our belt up. We're not taking a government handout. We're going to do something nobody else has done. They paid down billions of dollars in debt. They became a profitable company. And their doggone business shot through the roof. It's amazing to me to see how that happened. I think it has to do because Henry Ford's personality is still in the company. And they realize there's more that we can do. See, we have a very we have a, a near limitless possibility, the potential inside of us, of what we can reach, of what we can do. See, we can do anything, but we can't do everything. we got to create that, that passion around us. we got to create a team around us. We don't need to be a jack of all trades. We've got to be a jack of a few trades and focus on one. And when we do that, the sky truly is the limit. It's amazing of what we can accomplish. And I get excited on that. So here's what we're going to talk about in the last few minutes of the show. Number one, you've got to concentrate on one main goal. Nobody ever reached her full potential or his full potential, scattering herself in 20 directions. If you want to reach your full potential, then you've got to focus. 
So you've got to discover your purpose. You've got to focus on your purpose. If you desire that, you're going to make it. Now, there's going to be some, there's going to be some sacrifices along the way. And I'm not talking about sacrificing family and stuff like that. I'm just saying you, you may not play golf for seven or eight years. You may not watch TV for seven or eight years. Things like that. But you've got to focus. Number two, you've got to concentrate on continual improvement. David Glass, who used to be the CEO of Walmart, was once asked whom he admired the most, and his answer was Sam Walton. There's never been a day in his life since I've known him that he didn't improve in some way. See, commitment to continual improvement is the key to reaching your potential and being a success. I'm working right now on, on changing my health in a big way. Franco Cavallari, who's the chief science officer at Ocean Avenue, is working personally with me to do this. It's amazing to me. Number three, forget the past. Now, that's hard for a lot of people to do. There's a uh, an old pastor, I don't even know if he's still alive today, Jack Hayward, or Hayford, rather, excuse me. He was the founding pastor of the Church of the Way in, in Van Nuys. He was known to say, the past is a dead issue, and we can't get it, gain any momentum moving towards tomorrow if we're dragging the past behind us. We can learn from our past, but then we need to let it go. We need to we need to be focused on the future. That's huge. It's amazing to me that people don't realize yesterday ended last night. Instead, they want to carry it into the future. It's not going to work. Not going to happen. Not the best move. You got to give that up. You got to let that go. Because if you don't, you're going to get all screwed up. We've all made mistakes in our life. We've all sinned. You can't change it. You can't take it back. So why are you dwelling on it? Move forward into a whole new realm. If you need inspiration, think of other people who have been there, who have done something, who have overcome. But stop focusing on the past. Number four, focus on the future. The future isn't what it used to be. It's here today. Where were you at five years ago? You still thumbing around backwards? Where are you going to be five years from now? See, too many people sit around reminiscing on the past. And there's some good things in the past we can learn from, so don't get me wrong there. But your focus doesn't have to be fiddle-farting around in the past. If you're focused on the future, if you're focused on changing people's lives, then you're going to be sowing seeds that benefit others. You're going to be focused forward. Over the weekend, I held the my son's future in my hands. We were in his company. We were talking. I was talking to the owners of the company. We were having a great time. And one of the founders came up and pulled me aside and said, hey, your son's doing real good in the field. We're excited about what he's doing, but we think he'd be a better asset for us in the home office. Would that would that bother you? Would that hurt your career any? What would that do? I said, heck, no, man, that wouldn't have a problem at all. I said, I think it would be great. He loves you guys. 
said, that would be an awesome move. And they offered my son a corporate position in Houston, Texas. To me, that was sowing seeds of the benefit my son. He's getting a fresh start in a company with people that will hold him accountable, that, that really love him, that know his background, that want to see his future just excel in a big way. See, part of the essential or the essential part of the journey is helping others. Showing them what they can do and how they can do it. You know, one of the things Maxwell writes, he says, It's been said that we have that we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. I firmly believe that. See, the purpose of all life is to serve and to show compassion. I wear a, a bracelet my wife bought me that says, Act justly, love mercy, walk humbly. That's tough to do sometimes. But when you do that kind of stuff, the sky's the limit. See, most of the time, if we're like most people, helping others is something that you you can do right at home. Spending more time with the kids. Like tonight, Jetty and I, by ourselves, going to be out at his soccer ball scrimmage because Mama's got to take the girls to Panama City to go to gymnastics. We're going to go to the scrimmage, and we're going to go out to eat. We're going to come back and chill. We're going to have fun. Tonight, I just get to sow seeds of love into my son. See, success in life has nothing to do with what we gain or accomplish. It's what we give to others. And the more you give to others, the more you make yourself. See, that's why when I talk to people, I tell them the journey towards success, success and fulfillment won't be the same for everybody. It'll be similar. We all have different pictures of success. But we've got to look deep into our heart to see what it is for us, to see where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing. Because when we do that, truly the sky's the limit. I mean, it's, it's exciting to see that. So you got to ask yourself today, where are you headed? Do you really want different aspects of your life to be a full success? Are you willing to, to kick it up a notch and really crank it forward? Because if you are, and if you'll do that, there's nothing that will hold you back. You'll be able to change your life one step at a time, which is really what it's all about. Folks, Thank you for hanging out here on the Beachside CEO. I'm proud to say the website should be up here in a few days. We're excited about that. We'll be doing all the shows over there, a lot of documents, a lot of training you'll be able to grab. I want to say thank you because without you guys, uh, the show would not be growing. I'm looking over here. I wanted to see where, we, where we've been and what we're doing. Somebody the other day said, Troy, you know, how's your uh, radio show going since you, you launched? And last month, uh, it was exciting. It was our biggest month ever. Uh, in the middle of summer, usually things go down, but in June we had 12,000 downloads. In July, 25,000 downloads. People that listen to our show. And in August, we had over 41 downloads right here of people listening to our program, listening to what was said. You know, And i and I got to thank you guys for that because you guys are the ones that did this for us. And without you, we wouldn't be here today. And, and it's a humbling, but it's a, it's a privilege to serve. 
Hey, folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and if you're in network marketing, act like it. Bye now.